derives from the, the, the verb to be. And one of its renderings is to, to bring into being or to bring forward. In our practice of metta bhavana, metta meditation, we're bringing forth, or we're bringing into being what is already in the heart, in the mind stream. Just creating the conditions for any obstacles and protective crusts or coverings to fall away. And the natural stillness of the mind to shine forth. An attitude body as an anchor, use the area around the heart center, use the breath, but any time it feels confusing and there's nevertheless a searching or seeking or waiting or expectation, remember to just use the breath as a mindfulness anchor. Notice the frustration or the searching, the seeking, the expectation, till the mind again becomes calm. Metta bhavana, powerful preparatory ground for insight. And it's also an intimate accompaniment to the development of insight. It's associated often with the seven factors of enlightenment. Mindfulness, investigation, energy, joy, calm, concentration or serenity, and equanimity. profound effect that metta has in the very awakening factors of insight and realization. Take your time. The key, the key inspirational words here are simply abiding and expanding. Abide in even the smallest flicker 
warm tenderness, physical feeling, or mental attitude, or a general approach of consciousness that's accepting, expansive, open. Resting the awareness in the body or the breath, solar plexus or heart center. Inclining the mind to this metta nature. Not looking for anything in particular, but notice the state of consciousness. If there's an absence of clinging or greed, if there's an absence of anger, hatred. This is metta ground. We're abiding in the field of metta. Nothing to do. It's just being there. Feels stronger through the body and the mind. It can be pervaded out. Pervaded according to what feels within your depth, within your reach, immediate space around you, perhaps a gradual extension of that space. It might feel like it's coming right from your body, body energy, a body warmth. Or the mo- a very slight use of, a, of imagination. You're not active in the mind. We're using a meta-imagination where this radiation of waves, of tenderness, of kindness, wish for the welfare of all beings extends in concentric circles spatially out from where we sit or in the cardinal directions. East, west, north, south, between the major cardinal directions, upwards and downwards. If you find the need for more form, be useful. Beginning with ourselves, visualize ourselves as we are. As a third person sometimes is helpful, like if we're sending it to our own best friend. Visualize ourselves as a child. Perhaps at a time when in our childhood where we were extremely connected to life, full of enthusiasm, zest, free. Hold that image or felt sense, the child, the friend, or the sense of ourselves as we are now. And you may wish to use 
one or more of the offered metaphrases to stay connected to that image or felt sense of the meta-subject of ourself or when you move to your benefactor. May I be safe. Locking not onto the words, but the underlying sense and power of how metta creates a protective sphere or cocoon around us from any kind of inner or outer harm. May I be happy. Feeling the mind stream being untangled from stressful knots and tangles, coming more at peace with things as they are. May I be healthy, strong, pure love's power to balance our bodies, to bring healing about. May I care for myself in this life, gracefully and joyfully. And that is with all the vicissitudes and changes, ups and downs, pleasures and pains, we view ourselves, our experience, we view life through the lens of metta, unconditional acceptance, kindness, the sense of interconnectedness with everything. As that ember grows, stronger into the cool warmth of metta. Phrases might naturally just fall away. And then there's the abiding in that cool warmth. You extend out to your benefactors or mentors, family, friends, always coming back to where it's strongest, not pushing through anything or fixing, rather we're filling up, creating the conditions for that natural mind of metta. come forward, bhavana, come into being. You might mostly check in with the awareness itself, the knowing of this piece of metta, the knowing of non 
clinging or greed in the mind, knowing of non-anger, non-hatred in the mind. And that subtlety, just be there. Expect nothing more. The mind uh, expansive, free of tension, and the body relaxed. We'll continue with the metta practice this morning. Settle back into the body, relaxing back. Sitting as comfortably as you can. Connecting with the breath at the heart center. Just very gently. Feeling the breath in that area of the center of the chest. As a way of coming to rest in the heart. Might also open <clears throat> to the sound of the rain, letting the mind become very open and expansive. It's a very meta-filled sound, soft, gentle. And one way of practice is simply <clears throat> calling up the feeling of metta, friendliness, openness, warmth. Sometimes you can do that literally with the resolution in the mind, may the feeling of metta arise without any expectation. 
just call it up in that very literal way and see what happens. In this way of practice, <coughs> there's an <coughs> unspoken feeling of connection, of care, of warmth. Just that particular energy in the body, in the heart, in the mind. And at first, simply sit in the field. Letting it fill the whole body. It might be like a soft mist of caring. soft mist of goodwill simply spreads through the body and in the course of the sitting you can play with expanding the field to the people sitting right around you. And later to everyone in the room. Everyone in Barry. Until at some point You let this field of metta, of warm feeling, of caring feeling surround the whole planet and out into space without boundary, without limit. And then pull it back in. So you can play in this way. If you like, you can add certain phrases, like dropping a pebble into a still pool, still pond, letting the ripples of the good wish spread out.
And if it's helpful at some point, you can direct the matter towards specific people. Just starting with yourself, or a benefactor, or a friend. When you have confidence or trust in the feeling, let it extend to neutral people or difficult people. In these days of practice, be very intuitive. Simply one way or another, engendering the feeling, nurturing the feeling of metta, of care, of goodwill. May all beings be happy. Nature of metta in the mind is like water seeping in sand, permeates and fills literally every cellular aspect of our being, body and mind. And it has a bonding nature where our bodies or minds may feel disconnected, aspects split off, separate, begin to feel a coherence in the body, a cohesion. I'll give a short guided meditation in yet another alternation of the styles of metta, the many creative styles we can bring it into our lives. It will help also in this in a seamless transition from the metta mindfulness to vipassana mindfulness beginning tomorrow. Likewise, with this guided meditation through the body, one can do it in the original discourse more formless way of simply abiding in in the light of metta, of the feeling, the quality, the attitude, the energy of it, however it's experienced. Remain abiding until there is a, a very natural outflow 
until its pervading nature begins to radiate on its own. In the meantime, just the abiding is very healing, very cohering to the body and the mind, very fulfilling. And once you've gone through the body in this way, if you find the categorical form most helpful, you can anchor in the felt sense of the body, and then from there go through the categories, call up your benefactor or benefactors, add to them, one at a time or in groups, the dear friend, adding to them, circle of friends, family, neutral persons toward whom you feel neither strong attraction nor dislike, difficult persons, And then all beings, seen and unseen, all forms, all sizes, inclusive, all sentient beings, and their habitats, Mother Earth herself. We begin by bringing attention to the top of the head. And as soon as you feel any sensation on the crown of the head, there the knowing mind, the awareness, becomes a meta-awareness toward those sensations. And slowly, lightly, letting the metta stream all around the head, the sides of the head, feeling the ears and forehead, eyebrows, all the features of the face, eyes and nose, lips and chin and jaw. Meta-awareness washing over entire face and head. Contours. And then letting it seep inwardly into the eyeballs, into the brain, into the top of the spine. whether you use imagination or a felt, actual felt sense. The main focus of the awareness is still that metta attitude. You know, now down to a more molecular level, 
rather than watching the rise and fall of sensations, appearance and disappearance, as we do in Vipassana, everything's being bathed in this attitude of unconditional kindness, care, a protective coating, non-judging, non-critical, non-thinking, meta-awareness. You might find your jaw relaxing, dropping. You might find strong sensations or pressure areas of the face, jaw. With no intention to push at it or release it, let the metta flow like a river around a river rock. Allow that pressure or tenseness to be there. Gradually, like the river rock, it becomes smooth, worn. Lighter. Moving the awareness through the neck. the outer form and contours inwardly into the throat. From a deep center of stillness, just a calm, contented mind without need, without want, without ill will. Shoulders. Upper arms. Back, chest. Breasts. And then inward, like the water percolating through sand, the rib cage, the lungs, the organ of the heart, the marrow and the bones of the upper arms. Moving down the lower arms, hands, noticing 
the high sensitivity of the hands, how they are remarkable receptacle for all kinds of awareness, including our, our meta-awareness. From the skin, soft hairs on the arms, permeating into the flesh, flowing blood, bones, and the marrow. Down to the molecules. Moving down the lower back and belly. Feeling the outer form. Contours. And with great care internalizing this metta-mindfulness. To touch and enfold every precious organ in our abdomen. Pure meta-awareness itself, being so powerful, protective, and healing, not the need to change or fix anything. Moving into the hips, pelvis, buttocks, genitals, again any areas of numbness or blocks, like the river flowing around the river rocks, letting them be. the water of metta conform to the very shape and nature of the felt sense of our body. Down the upper legs,
from its exposure, contact with clothes and air, inward to the flesh, blood and bones, cellular level, metta, awareness, most subtle of all. Most refined, all the elements of the body and mind. Every cell we touch, every body part, the doorway also into our entire mental world, thoughts and emotions, mental patterns. Experience through the patterns of our body. Moving down through the knees, lower legs, feet, toes. The outer contours. and seeping like water to the very core each bone, each vein nothing untouched the pure and purifying power of metta. Here you can remain abiding in whatever is felt body and mental meta-attitude. You can continue moving it through the body (coughs) or from the anchor of the body, our solar plexus, heart center area. You wish to use the the form categories. Call up your images. Remember each image, and if you use a phrase or phrases, the contact of the two, image and phrase, are meant to fan the ember of warmth, tenderness, attitude of unconditional acceptance. The cool warmth of unconditional love. 
and there the mind settles. And moving pure stillness. Your beauty. It's just kind of a soft readiness for anything to happen. So let your attention settle within your body. Bringing the field of metta that attitude of friendliness and wishing well to your body. And some people find it helpful to begin a Vipassana sitting by coming to stillness with the metta. I find just a few phrases like, may I be happy just as I am. May I be peaceful with whatever is happening. May I love myself completely. It just helps bring that acceptance of things as they are. And then include sound in your field of awareness and silence. Opening to sound helps bring about a very receptive, soft attention. So you get the sense of the mindfulness being like a deep listening.
You might make a soft mental note of hearing every once in a while if your attention wanders so that you can bring your attention back just to the bare attention of hearing itself. And just start to notice the difference between a thought about a sound like, oh, that's a car, or a cough, or gurgling in the stomach. Thoughts might arise about the sound. Let them come and go by themselves. And then bring your attention back to the present time awareness by receiving the vibration of hearing itself. Start to understand the ease of well-being that can come from just letting sounds come and go by themselves, including them in your field of awareness whenever they appear. If they're predominant. And then out of that place of ease, start to notice the movement of the breath in your abdomen, chest, or tip of the nostrils and upper lip, the place where you feel the movement of the breath the most clearly. Without forcing the attention, just see if you can listen for that movement. Understanding that the breath is alive, it's moving, it's delicate. And notice how it begins, changes, ends. The life cycle of the breath. And sometimes you'll notice the movement of the breath from a more open attention. Other times, see if you can synchronize your attention with the movement itself.
And we can learn so much about a non-judgmental attention through our awareness of the breath. It's letting it be and letting it come and go just as it is. If it's warm or cool, burning or cold, if it's vague or clear, shallow, very light pressure, disappearing quickly, it's tight or hard, or velvety soft, short or long, Noticing it take birth, move itself out, and pass away. Sometimes you might find it helpful to make a soft mental note just as the movement begins of rising, falling, or in, out. It's meant to be a very light whisper in the mind. It's not meant to cover the experience, but help us just be with it if we're spacing out. If the note gets too loud and you can't make it a whisper or If you feel like you're really with the movement, or if it's getting mechanical, let it go. If your attention gets too tight or controlling, When you're noticing the movement, open up, listen to sound for a while. So the anchoring of the attention 
is meant to bring about a rest, stillness, so that we can just see clearly our moment-to-moment experience. And for now, if you notice that thinking is happening, If it feels helpful, make a soft mental note of thinking. Try not to make a struggle with it. I find it helpful to see if I can have it be more like a radio on in the background that you can't turn off. It's just thinking, it's okay and let the physical sensations or sound be more foreground. And ultimately we're just doing the best we can to bring this non-judgmental attention to our experience. with as much wisdom and compassion as we can. Settle back into the awareness of your body posture. Aware of yourself sitting Sense of the whole body. Letting the mind become relaxed, open, and receptive. Become aware of sounds as they appear. The louder sounds, the subtle sounds. Sometimes even the sound of silence. Sitting at ease, aware of the body, aware of sounds, and connecting with the feeling of each breath. Let the mind come to rest at whatever place you feel the breath most clearly, most distinctly. 
Might be the feeling of the air as it passes the nostrils or upper lip. Might be the movement in the chest or the abdomen. Sometimes people feel it through the whole body. Breathing in, know you're breathing in. Breathing out, know you're breathing out. Just keep it that simple. If the mind is wandering, it's lost a lot, it can be helpful to use the soft mental note or mental label with each breath, in or out, rise or fall. If there's a space or a pause between the out-breath and the next in-breath, in that space you can become aware of your sitting posture. You can note sitting. The long pause you could note sitting and touching, some touch points, your buttocks and knees, and the cushion or floor. The noting might be in, out, sitting, or in, out, sitting, touching. Waiting until the next breath comes by itself, so there's no forcing, there's no rushing, there's no pulling of the breath in. Simply letting the breathing find its own natural rhythm.
And include today also the awareness of any predominant bodily sensations. Whether you're with the body, with the breath, and some sensation is strong enough to call your attention, becomes predominant, comes into the foreground of your awareness. Let that sensation become the object of your attention. Feeling what kind of sensation it is. Could be pressure or tightness or burning, pulsing, vibrating. Simply note or notice the kind of sensation and then also notice what happens to it as you're feeling it. You're noting tightness. Does it get stronger? Does it get weaker? Does it disappear? Does it stay the same? So you're aware both of the sensation and also aware of what happens to it as you're paying attention. And when it's no longer predominant, or you've been with it for some time, return again to the breath as your primary object. The essence of the practice is to simply be aware of each moment's experience just as it is. The in-breath is like this, or the falling movement is like this. Tightness is like this. Vibration is like this. Resting in that open, spacious, balanced, non-reactive quality of mind. And when reactions happen, reaction is like this. Coming back again and again to rest in the awareness of the breath. So allow your attention to sink into your body, to relax into the experience, the physical experience of sitting. 
not um, trying to have some experience, but simply allowing the attention, the mind, to come together with the physical experience that we feel in sitting. And if you're feeling not quite present or connected, as sometimes happens beginning of a sitting, sometimes it's helpful just to very gently bring your attention to the different parts of your body, starting with your head, and allow it to relax. Not make it relax. Allow it to relax. Like, just relax the head the face, the eyes, just gently moving through your body with the attention until you come to a sense of presence sitting here on this earth. And if it's been helpful for you, from within this sense of presence with the physical experience, let your attention open to the sense of hearing. Again, not reaching out or looking for something to hear. Simply resting with open attention, receiving anything that arises at the ear door. Sounds, silence, the simplicity and receptive quality of attention we can experience in hearing. And in the same way, receiving the sensations of the body in sitting, and within that field of sensations, almost as if hearing the sensations that come with the next in-breath, the next out-breath. And letting gradually the sensations you feel naturally, whether it's at the nose, the chest, the abdomen. Let the sensation of this in-breath just fill the field of awareness. Sensations of this out-breath. Whatever you're using for your primary focus.
And if you've been using the mental labeling, just very softly, in, arising, but with interest, with a quality of affectionate curiosity, just feeling whatever arises quite naturally with the inner, the rising. Notice how the in-breath ends. Is there a pause or not? How does the out-breath begin? Very soft label, out, falling. But then feeling whatever sensations come and go that we're calling out or falling. Just the purity of the bare sensations, that's all. Just this half-breath. Noticing how the out-breath ends. If there's a pause or a gap, just noticing. If you're finding you consistently get really lost in thought at the pause, if you have a pause, then you could connect the attention in that pause with a sense of sitting, the whole body is sitting, sitting, or a touching sensation like your hands touching, your buttocks, something clear and relatively neutral. And just labeling, touching, touching, feeling the sensations until you just naturally notice the next breath starting by itself. This helps to keep the moment-after-moment continuity of mindfulness growing stronger. And so while we're using, for example, the sensations of breath as the primary focus, the place to begin to collect the scattered attention, to focus and steady the mind, the place to come back to when we've been lost in thought, the sensation to connect with when nothing much else seems to be happening, At the same time, we're not exclusively trying to hold on to just being with breath. So, feeling the in, the rising, with total attention, not looking for anything. It's not like you have half an eye out, wondering if something else is coming. Total commitment to feel this in-breath. And then quite by itself, the mind might notice hearing, a sound arises. So in that moment, not viewing it as a distraction, the sound, but give the total attention to hearing, hearing. The breath might go into the background. You may not even be aware of it in that moment, that's fine. Totally with hearing. Just noticing how it rises and falls. And as it fades, again connecting with the next sensation of breath.
And in the same way, when other physical sensations naturally arise and call the attention, and you don't really have to debate with yourself, is this calling my attention or not? If you've noticed it, the attention's already there. There's actually so little we have to do. So you're aware of sensation. It may be unpleasant. It may be very unpleasant. It may be relatively neutral. It may be pleasant. It's not our job to evaluate. Simply, in the moment of noticing, acknowledge what's already happening by bringing the full, gentle, affectionate attention into that sensation, just as it is, and explore it with awareness. Notice how it behaves, this sensation. And here, if you're using the mental labeling, it can be very useful to help bring the attention into the actual experience of that sensation. So, for example, a strong burning arises. Our tendency is to think, oh yes, my knee hurts. And we can bring attention to it, and without the labeling, we're pretty there, but they're still running in the background, my knee hurts, you know, I wonder what it means. And the labeling is, oh, burning. There's a whole layer of concept that can drop away. Attention just sinks into burning. It's like this. Burning, burning. Changes to throbbing to tingling. Notice if it gets bigger or smaller, more or less intense, goes away. Doesn't change one iota for the whole 45 minutes. With as soft and simple a mind as possible, just being there to let it live its life. As it fades, if it fades, or your attention drifts, come back again to the breath, your primary focus, to recollect and steady the attention. The same sensation or a different one may again arise, fine. You meet it fresh for the first time. That sensation may fade, another one comes. Fine, be with that. It's not that you have to get rid of the sensations to get back to the breath. So sometimes quite a few sensations. As someone said, it feels a little bit like ping pong. As long as you're connecting, you know what's happening, fine. Too many and you're feeling confused or lost. It's too fast. Fine, put it down and come back to the breath. Recollect. Re-steady. Not many sensations, fine. That's also just what's happening. Recommit to an interest in this one breath.
with strong painful sensations, if you can meet it with a soft and open quality of attention, that metta aspect of mindfulness, just accepting it as it is, the attention can explore and get quite focused with no expectation, even on difficult, unpleasant experience. Other times there's not the energy, the attention's too scattered, and the mind easily gets into reactivity, reaction. Noticed that contraction, that hardness in the mind, that's aversion, just aversion, aversion. If you can soften again into the sensation, fine. If not, leave it for a moment, and as a, this is a choice now, as a skillful means, you come back to breath, or open to feel your whole body. So you have a more spacious quality of attention, not so contracted. And again, after some time, you may explore the painful sensation again. And we learn to see the difference between unpleasant sensation and the fear and aversion in the mind. They're not the same experience. And with pleasant, of course, the same thing. Notice if we move from just being with a nice sensation to all kinds of wonderful feelings and ideas and, oh, I hope it never goes away. Oh, yeah, liking, desire. Back to the simplicity of sensation. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.